So we're talking about situations where sometimes we're tempted to cross over those small borders between Rosh Hashayach and Rosh Hashayach. And we ended off yesterday speaking about a situation where Chazal decided to fine, to give a, a, an incurred punishment and consequence for somebody that tries to play games with this. And here's an example. If somebody's standing within his enclosed yard, a full-fledged Rosh Hashayach, and he decides to purposefully pick up an item and put it outside into the ear space of Rishus Harabim. Now, he doesn't plan on placing it in Rishus Harabim. He's just holding it there purposefully, um, intentionally, I don't know why, for fun or just to break the rules or to test things, whatever the reason might be. But if somebody intentionally lifts up an item from Rishus Hayakin and then extends his hand over into the airspace of Rishus Harabim, and I say airspace, that means within only 10 Tfakim, because the airspace of Rishus Harabim over 10 Tfakim really becomes a caramelist. It's for a separate discussion. But if, let's say, you would stick your hand through a gate, lower than, let's say, three and a half feet, okay, through a gate, from Rishus Hayakin, into Rishus Harabim, into the airspace of the public domain, within about less than three feet from the ground, you have now started a full haitzah. You lifted up an item from private domain, you transferred it over into public domain, it's just that you didn't put it down. Now that's a very dangerous situation. And therefore our sages said that there's a consequence, you might not be able to retract your hand for the rest of Shabbos. Now, they limited this consequence to a very rare situation. But uh, uh, the situation is where you did this before Shabbos and you kept your hand there going into Shabbos. It's a very rare situation for it to be done. But they wanted to make this anytime you would stick your hand through the gate to outside in Rosh Hashanah. But they didn't do so because they were concerned that a person would get fed up or tired after some time and actually drop or place the item down, which is a rabbin, completing Otsar de Raisa. They weren't very confident that people would keep their hand there for the rest of Shabbos. But they wanted to do that, and they didn't. But instead, they limited this consequence only to somebody who purposefully stuck his hand out when it was permitted to, okay, right before Shabbos, and he left it hanging there into Shabbos. So therefore they said, don't pull your hand back. But you see that Chazal treated this pretty severely. Starting and initiating a hutzah without completing it is dangerous, that it might lead to completion. So you got to be careful. Don't stick your hand out. If you have food in it, if you have an item in it, and you're in Rosh don't cross over the border. Now, if you did do that on Shabbos and stuck your hand through a gate, through a border, retract. Pull it back to where you are and whatever it is that you were doing with the item in the first place, continue doing, therefore reversing the Haitzah that you started. Here's another situation of common concern when it comes to crossing over the border between Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Hashanah. Let's say somebody's got an apartment that's directly accessing the sidewalk, the street. There's no stairs, no yard, no nothing. The door is right there up and against the wall uh, by Rosh Hashanah. So it's not so common in more residential neighborhoods, but certainly a lot more common in more business neighborhoods where the building, the doorway, whatever it is, is right there up on the sidewalk. And if so, we have a bit of an issue. Let's say something is hanging on the doorknob or 
Let's say you're a person that has one of those tie clips, assuming it would still be in style, you'd be allowed to wear that key. Um, or you hid the key under the doormat, which everybody knows where it is, so it's not a very good place to hide. But anyway, assuming you avoid the issues of carrying the key in Rosh Hashanah, if you have a key, or there's just a bag, a newspaper, a little door hanger that says, do not disturb, on the doorknob, so there's an issue that when you put push the door into the private domain, you're actually taking whatever's outside of the door and you're bringing it indoors. Now, the door is the wall separating Rosh Hashanah from the Rosh Hashanah. So the external surface of the door is the dividing factor. But once you swing the door inside, the fact that now the item hanging on the doorknob is under the roof and in the enclosed area of the walls of the house, you just took the item hanging there from a Rishasarabim into a Rishasayachim. The same would apply with a key. If you're going to put the key into the door, the door is now carrying the key into Rishasayachim. You cannot do that. You'd have to unlock it, take the key out, put it back under the doormat, or unlock it, push the door adar, just a tiny drop, if the key needs to be in while it's being unlocked, push the door in just a tiny drop while it's still under the threshold um, of the wall of the house, and extract the key, and put put the key back to where it was.